Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hello, and welcome to On Life with Helen. Today, I have Trevor Patching here from Atticus, and we're going to talk about employee retention And this is going to be a three-parter. They're going to be three short episodes, and it's going to be about the need that you probably have now, how Atticus and Trevor and I can help you solve it, and how to fund it. So, Trevor, I'm so excited to get you on the show. We've been working together for the last year. I've learned so much and so excited to get this concept out there to employers, business owners, brokers, anyone who's working in the business community. So, Can you take a moment and share a little bit about who you are? And then let's talk about the need out there for employee retention. Helen, thank you so much for the the introduction, for inviting me on to the podcast today. My background, as you can probably tell, is from the UK. (laughs) The first 25 years in the financial world, Lloyds Bank, Barclays, in the asset-based lending field. Moved across in 2007 and then kind of switched gears. Been working with business owners, financial advisors, trying to, you know, help them get, get what they need. And a couple of years, a couple of years ago now, I was introduced to the Atticus group who are doing something quite unique, which is really helping small businesses put employee retention strategies in place. And they've got some unique funding solutions and modeling opportunities. And I was just taken and blown away by the, by the fact that they were brought something new to our, to, to our world that really truly helps businesses in these trying times. Yeah. So that's why I jumped on board and I'm, I'm here and I'm loving it. Nice. I know it's super exciting. I know that sometimes all of this can be a little confusing, but our three part episode is just to simplify it and make it comprehensible and just get people curious enough to contact us so that we can just kind of hear their story and uh, see how we can solve their needs. So in your experience, and I know you just talked about some business owners and agencies that have just kind of pulled the trigger on this. Can you just talk about the common need that's out there right now and why this is a, a unique solution for that? And not too much into the solution, but just the need piece right now. Yeah, for sure. And, and so I think what's happened, we had the pandemic, which affected obviously everybody. Right. A lot of companies had a massive change. Their employees 
were laid off or, or got disenfranchised. And then everyone's trying to get back to normal. And suddenly there's a talent war going on out there in the world. And so the problem is that if you're competing for talent, you've got to come up with something different, something that some other company hasn't got beyond the normal benefits. So right. you can only, if you need, employees are key to any business, right? I don't care what anybody says. They Correct. are. And it's not everybody in that business. I mean, with due respect, you know, the reception, right. right? There are certain key people in a business which drive revenue, relationships, and so on. They're key. And how do you really dial in something to attract them to your business, keep them in your business, get them motivated and commit to staying with you for the long haul so you can get execute your business plan? And so most of the normal plans out there are non-discriminatory. You have to give it to everybody or offer it to everybody. Right. And so the types of plans that we do are for companies that say, talent is key to our business. We need to attract them or keep them. We need to have something unique that other our competitors don't have, and it needs to be sticky and meaningful and, of course, it's got to be affordable, right? right? Because at the end of the day, anything you offer an employee, there's a cost to it. Right. So it is – but if you think about it, you know, these plans, anything that we do, if it has a cost, you've got to see the value in it for the employee and for the company. And I think what's happened in the last year or two is the companies are really understanding the value of their key employees – They've truly got better at identifying who they are, and they're desperately searching for new ideas and strategies to, to basically to keep these guys on board and, and get more of them. And so I think that I think there's been a combination. These and, and Helen, as you know, these plans are not new in the right. themselves, but I really think that their time has really come to the fore now because of because of what's happened over the last couple of years. Yeah, I think we always talk about, you know, people in generational statuses now. You have the baby boomers, the Xers, the what's the ones, the millennials, and then we have some other ones. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, here's the the real truth. There are really good, strong employees at any age, right? And so sometimes they say, oh, well, you know, the younger generation, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, there are a lot of younger people looking for a home and a place to stay so that they can just construct their lives around the work that they do and be appreciated. So when we're going through these next three episodes, I want everyone to just think about not necessarily an employee's age, but their talent and what they bring. And yes, you can keep them for 20, 25, 30 years. There are ways to do that. For sure. Yeah. And- and it's not about job position. It's really the value and, and the performance of individuals in that job. Right. And that's where, you know, the frustrations employer is if you go the traditional route, you have to offer everybody the same thing, regardless of their performance level. Right. You fire them. Now there are ways to actually say, Helen, you are a superstar. I love you. I want to keep you. I want to reward you. 
And but Trevor, you're not as good. You need to step up your game. You're not if you right. want to benefit, you've got to you've got to up your game. And then maybe we can consider it. So now now we're giving the employers more control, more tools to drive their business. So you know, it kind of gets you out of the trophy for everybody mode, right? You actually have to earn. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just you don't get a trophy for showing up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I know you uh, before the call we spoke about. You are just uh, closing uh, an attorney firm and an employee benefits firm. And I just, if you could share with us without giving too much away, what problem they were trying to solve unique to their individual businesses? Right. So actually, we've got two law firms which are in the process. One has just closed and the other one, uh, we are looking to do something for them for, for first quarter next year. Interestingly, they have different problems. Oh, uh, great. Which is which is very interesting. Yeah. But the one we've just closed, they are a, a, a husband and wife law firm. They are, have a successful business. They're growing about 35 to 50% in their revenues year on year, family practice. And interestingly, the issue that they have is not the lawyers. It's actually the paralegals. Interesting. Who are doing the real work behind the scenes. And they have identified them as being really, really key to their business. Nice. Much the lawyers, interestingly. So we, we're looking to, to, to put something in place for those and some of the lawyers will, will be rolled in. Right. But that was, that was quite an interesting. So they, so, so that was them. The other law firm is a much bigger law firm, you know, very, it's got multiple locations and right. the issue is, they are competing with other big law firms in Atlanta, right? And so on, and they have offices around, you know, Georgia and so on. And what they have, their problem is not the paralegals. It's not the tenured lawyers who have been there 15, 20 years, who maybe are in their their forties and fifties. Right. And their issue is the lawyers that they recruited from law school who are now three to five years into working with the firm. So now they've been trained, they're productive, they're valuable, they have relationships, and now they are being poached, stolen by maybe Atlanta firms or right. they stay in Macon, Georgia, and we'll pay you Atlanta wages. Right. And, and they're saying, how do we compete with that? So their issue is very specific group of people that, that, you know, they haven't to, that's their talent. They, they nurture it. They, yeah. it, and they lose it. Well, and, and they've so, made an amazing investment that's just going out the door and the next employer doesn't have to make that investment in these folks. Exactly. Yeah. And so that is, so, that is, so the, the, the whole point about this is even though you've got two law firms, obviously in the same business, right? They have different unique problems based on what they practice does, where they're based, the size of their firm, and so on. And that's it. That's the, the beauty of this is we solve specific problems. It's not, you know, one size fits all. This is it. You right. figure out how to make it work. We say, tell us your problem and we'll come up with something unique for your, your, your individual issue within your company, whatever it might be. So I'm curious about the insurance agency that we were speaking about. Mm -hmm. And then I want to finish off with this is not just a white collar product that you we do have some solutions for problems that 
maybe some blue collar business owners have as well. So uh, the insurance agency. Okay, so the insurance agency is a benefits agency. Okay. So they are so the, the benefits agency is a, like a brokerage. So they they uh, have hundreds of, of benefits agents out there, which are using their platforms. They have their own CRM. They have their got own it. System. Okay, and um, all of these people are ten ninety nine. Have relationships, okay. okay, which is which I'm sure you're everyone here is familiar with, sure. And so, what he wants wants to do is to be able to give something to his top brokers. He already has, I think, you know, a, a blue diamond, right, pull up, right, or whatever, right. top top people where he he offers certain things, but. What he wants to do is put something more meaningful in. And we have been in discussions with the IRS and carriers, which say that even though these 1099 people are not truly employees, because of the relationship with the company, the, the underlying contractual arrangements right. that they have, that for, for, for top people, they will allow us to treat them as if they were de facto employees. And so now we can put the same kind of plan in place for them as we could for any other normal employer-employee relationship. So this would go for realtors also in a couple other industries that we've been talking about in the last uh, couple of months, correct? Correct, yes. So where those industries, it's the norm, normal business practice for your your workers are 1099 relationships. That is the normal way of doing things. Then... Um, when you, you, by creating another contractual relationship with that individual, then basically we can view it as, as if it was a normal employee employee relationship. And then the, the, going on from that, traditionally these plans have only been for executive manager, right. white collar workers, you know, picture them in the office, right? Right. Um, not getting their hands dirty. But again, what we found is we have a, a huge demand, say, from the trucking industry. Right. Truckers can make $150,000 a year now. And again, there's a, there's a talent war for truckers. Right. So again, we can, and some of these also have 1099 relationships because they're owner operators. Right. But, but contractually, they are working with the same company doing the same thing as if they were de facto employee. And so, again, we were able now to put plans in place for these people you know, for, for to strengthen those business relationships and, and retention. So we now got gray, we put a gray collar. So it's not right. blue, not white, that gray <laughs> collar. Anyone highly skilled and valuable. Think also car dealerships. Right. Okay. The car dealerships, for example, their biggest pain point is not the guy, the sales guys. It's not the general manager making $500,000 a year. It's the service technicians, the highly skilled people in the service base that certify the pre-owned BMWs. They're the ones that really generate significant revenues for a dealership. And as they're so highly qualified, you lose one, you lose a lot of revenue. Right. So, you know, again, it, it's been very, very laser focused on, on the key employees for, for a business. 
what can we do to really take care of that asset in our business? What about what I call skilled labor? Uh, and I'm going to tell you something that the next group of people I'm going to talk about, I watch this old house all the time, right? And I think about how crazy complicated it is to do heating, electrical, all of that stuff and what a skill sets that takes. And so my question is for like plumbers, electricians, those folks that are getting their hands dirty every day and you have key people in that business that are out in the field, can we do the same thing for them as well? I think it's a case by case. Okay. Because these are all trying to get exceptions. There's every elected, an electrician is not an electrician. Some of them right. are very highly skilled. Right. Other simply will change light bulbs, kind of thing. So Correct. we we ha- our relationships that we have are very willing to listen to each case on its merits, right? And decide, you know, to figure out if there's a way to do this that makes sense that that keeps everybody, you know, inside inside the, the rules. Of course, there's always rules, right? Every plan type. So, but the boundaries are being pushed because the world is changing. It's, right. There is now this gray element, so the gray collar aspect, which everyone recognizes, but, every, but the rules always take a long, longer to catch up to. <laughs> I know. Well, so, you know, if you're a business owner out there in the world, we know what gray means, right? We have the, the bumper rails that you have to kind of stay in. So it never hurts to ask. And it never hurts to give us a call and, and see if there's something that we can provide a solution to your need. So Trevor, this is going to, I'm going to keep this short so we keep people interested and give them a moment to absorb everything before they move on to the next thing. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out as segment one. And uh, any closing statement that you want to say about the need before we say goodbye and get ready for the next one? All I would say about the need is I'm hoping that what comes across today, this is The need is the need, which is across every business out there. Right. It's not a case of this sector or that sector. A business is a business. It has income. It has employees. And that's, and if you have a problem in some way, shape or form that, that, that you don't have the the right tools to keep or attract the right type of talent to drive your business. Then that's, then that is a problem that potentially we, we can help you solve. Fantastic. All right, everyone. That's, uh, episode one with Trevor Patching at Atticus Group or the Atticus Group. And, uh, tune in for number two and we're going to talk about the solve. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, Helen at OrnelasInsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S Insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond.